Alright y'all, welcome to episode 104 of Can't Call It with your boy J. Kill. Your boy J. Wright. And we bike is up. Special guest, friend of the show, B. Tompkins. How you feeling, my boy? Um, good, good. Uh, I got a question. I've, I've been thinking about this uh, last two hours. If you saved her and she didn't want to be saved, does that make you a simp? Or would you have been a really good suicide prevention counselor? I think it makes you a savior. No? That's fair. That's fair. And are you immediately, should you immediately walk yourself down to the the, the courthouse and put yourself on child support because it's coming anyway? You probably should. I asked an answer. Go ahead, give Your submit Honor. some pay stubs. <laughs> Ask and answered, Your Honor. Never mind, I got it. I got, oh, it. I got it. Happy uh, post, it. happy post Halloween, everybody. Uh, you guys got out in them streets last night. Take them, them kids had to. candy. Had to, had to. Yeah, uh, man. Let me let me tell y'all real quick how how. Christian is like, like one of the things about this dude is like he he would do a lot of things, but he will only do it for as long as he wants to do it. And when he's done, he's done. So like our neighborhood is like two streets, mainly two main streets separated by a big ass lake. So we normally go all the way down one street, and then we go around the lake and go all the way on the other side and do all of them. Well. We hit the first street. It was like six. We started at six. It was like six forty-five. So we walking out? back, huh? No, nah, nah, it, it was dark. Okay, okay. No, nah, it was dark. So we walking back towards the the house to go on the other side. We gotta pass our street. Christian cuts off, headed towards the house. He's like, "All right, guys, I'm done." And like some of the people that was with him was like, "Wait, is, is he going home?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and they were like, "Like seriously, like he done?" I was like, "Yeah." When that dude done, he's done. My homie cut out, ran to the, to the house. Me and him came back. He pulled off his costume. Soon he got in, got in here, grabbed his iPad and his bowl of candy, and started Let's going go. at it. My boy, hey, I, I love I it, res- bro. I respect it. When I'm done, got I'm to. done. When he done, he done, man. Done. Jay Wright, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all got in them streets, bro? Uh, half the family did. Uh, my wife and daughter, they went to a trunk retreat with me and uh, Josiah. We stayed in. Avoided them sexy reds out there, you know, when you know St. Louis streets. So she came back with a good haul. She went to uh, a local church and they kind of did it inside their church. But uh, it was cool. It was cool. I was like, I was sitting at the crib. I don't really have uh, the best spirit when it comes to Halloween. Like, it's, I don't know. It's another day for me. Shit. <laughs> I ain't tripping off of Hey, why is that? Is it like because growing up, I had to go to church. church. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Growing same up, here. Yeah. Same here. Hallelujah night. Yeah. Hallelujah night instead of Halloween, and you sitting in church and y'all in playing church, games. Dang that, dang that Having cakewalks. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, we even had that. Y'all, y'all had it good. <laughs> My church, we were straight in there listening to the sermon. 
And then the parents were like, all right, y'all can get some candy now. And he and it wasn't even no good candy. It was like cheap stuff. I'm like, bro. Who want to be Werther's? Yeah, on a Tuesday? Come on, bro. Whole lot of tissy rolls up in there. I was like, nah, man. You can only eat so <laughs> many so so many tissy rolls. Like tissy rolls not a bad candy, but after about three of them hoes. Is Tootsie Rolls chocolate? I don't, I don't know. know. What the hell is it? Just... <laughs> I don't know. What, I think okay. it's like, what? I think they take like root beer and like <laughs> boil it. Yeah, it's like the precursor to chocolate. <laughs> and lay it out in a pan and let it harden. And that's where the Tootsie Roll is. Because I like chocolate and it look brown, but I don't like Tootsie Rolls. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Never Look, thought about it. Bro, I'm looking Never it up. It, it says it's chocolate flavored taffy. Oh hell. Wow. Wow. Right. The candy qualifies qualities are similar to both caramel and taffy without being exactly either. What the okay, wow. that sounds about right. It's a it's somewhere so, between a bunch of so stuff. Tussy roll is basically the the, the, the Dave Aranda candy. <laughs> Tootsie <laughs> Roll is like a mule. It's like, yeah. it's not quite a horse, <laughs> not quite a donkey. <laughs> can't reproduce. It's just. <laughs> Got an extra chromosome. Hey, y'all, do y'all remember them uh them colored Tootsie Rolls? It'd be like a green one, a red yeah. one. They tried to yeah. get them off for like two or three yeah. years. It's like, nah, dog, that, that's not. I want them fruities. Give me the fruities. Because <laughs> that, that's what it was. Yeah, it was like a diet fruity. Yeah, hey, hey, go fruity hard. To slap fruities go hard, and especially at the MLK parade in Monroe, they get a bunch of yeah, fruities. they be throwing the fuck out them hoes. Man, I don't know so, what it is about them hitting that street in Monroe, but they be <laughs> some made them. Yeah, they ate the hit a little different at, when you pick them up on the street. What's uh? So what's y'all go to candy? Uh, you know, in my later life. A Reese's cup will do me just good in my oh. in my later life. <laughs> oh man. No, if I was old, I'd have said Mr. Goodbar. Yeah. No, that was mine. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. You, you fucking old is. Yeah, rattling around them just that chocolate in my mouth. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Goodbar. Yeah. Nigga, you oh, old. Man, I, was, I need to go to bed. Yeah, sit down and watch Murder <laughs> She Wrote while he dismissed the football. Hey, one thing my kids picked up for me is the lack of eating candy, but similar to B, like if I'm going through it, I'll get me a king size uh, Reese's, get that four cups, and I'll go See? crazy. Because something about peanut butter and chocolate, I just love it, man. But yeah, I don't yeah, really I'm do all that other stuff, stuff, man. It's, that's too much. Yeah, you can keep it. You can keep it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a cup, though. candy connoisseur. But yeah, lately it's been Mr. Goodboy. I've been trying to get back on the candy. Man, it was airheads. What was it? What the little jugs, warheads, all this shit. Like, uh, I grab a little bag on the way home and have that for the next day snack and shit. On the way to work, I'm just like nigga. You did not care at all about your sugar intake. I was like, "What you mean?" Nope. nope. I would say I would say some underrated candy that I don't eat right now, but like I ain't really get a lot of as a kid. But when I did, it was a special. 
a box of lemon heads. Mm. Some reason. Ooh. I don't know. Cause like, you know, they start out sour, but then they get a little sweet. Lemon heads, they yeah. Gotta catch that yeah, sauce spot little, in them. Catch the right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate those. They come out they be coming out hard like eight ball MJG. Uh <laughs> Them uh, so last night it was so damn cold. I was like, bro, I'm really not in the mood. I mm. I never got into Halloween, not cause we never go to church, but my mama was the type that was, as soon as it get dark, she gonna put that bowl out and she gonna let y'all ring her doorbell for about an hour. But after that hour hit, she turned off all the fucking lights mm-hmm. and she normally put a sign up to be like, take what you want, we gone. And so then after Grand that, bowl. we shutting it down, bro. And I was like, you know what? Mom was on to something. Get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. But all y'all people that's uh Halloween doing your trick or treating when the, the sun is out, y'all some serial killers. Though. That's some weird shit, man. I had somebody ring my doorbell and the sun was still outside. First off, we we just getting settled in. Dog. Don't don't ring my doorbell. <laughs> A real vampire. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? But uh, in my neighborhood is dope because we got a main street that's like known for. Their uh, Halloween decorations and stuff. So the the parish the uh, the sheriffs actually shut the street down on both sides and all the entryways. So the only way you can get in is if you walk. And so you just nice. walk down the street, and so you feel real safe because it's like, oh, okay, ain't nobody gonna do nothing too wild because it's a sheriff on every block. But I mean, they be going in, like they be having like real scenes in their yard. It don't just be like a pumpkin. Like they gonna have a maze. The lights swinging from the top, the roof be decorated, all kind of shit. I'm like, damn, all right, that's what's up. But uh, enough with the pleasantries. Y'all know why we here. It's uh, uh Alabama week. We had a week off. Uh, both teams had a week off. We squaring off this Saturday in Bryant Denny Stadium at six thirty. Uh, what are we gonna be on mm. CBS? No, six forty five on CBS. Okay, so. This is our first CBS game, ain't it? This year? That oh. game gonna be on to oh. 11.30. 11.30. Easy. Easy with replays. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be up there. Um uh, LSU uh had the dramatic win last year uh with the Mason Taylor touchdown. Uh two point conversion, I should say. But um uh, how you know what? Let's start here. We 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 mm. I think we all saw the Brian Kelly uh press conference and um Number of reporters were asking about who was available, and it was very <laughs> apparent that Brian Kelly was getting perturbed because I think he clearly stated we did not have anybody in the backfield, but yeah, they kept asking him. Um, so no secret, we have, of course, Greg Brooks is out, uh, we have Denver Harris is out, Deuce Chestnut is out, Zai Alexander is out. Um, so that leaves a lot of young people. Um, some guys who have experience, some guys who don't. Um, so let's start there, guys. How are we feeling about our defensive backfield and um how it stacks up against this? I'm not gonna say uh loaded Alabama offense, but formidable mm-hmm. Alabama mm-hmm. offense. What what what, what are you guys thinking? Take take them back to the season preview episode. We graded the position groups and. He said they were a C minus. Well, look, I'm going to keep it funky. I'm going to keep it funky. I'm going to keep it high. Um, this is the group 
that gives me the most pause. Ooh. It's, it's the, the running, running backs, backs of the defense. Of the defense. It's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of niggas. And I don't know if I can trust them with my car keys. No, I don't necessarily know what I would want to grade this group initially looking at it. I think I'm gonna give this group uh a C minus. Okay, okay. Because it's so uncertain. With with the niggas we was talking about this now. <laughs> with these guys. Now take them niggas out the equation. And what grade do you have now? I'm going to give them a, a, a D. But uh, there is a little bit of hope. And that we saw Latarius Welch in some, uh, in some spots look promising. And Stamps came in. He started the game and looked promising. Yep. So, I mean, they're going to be forced into the fire. I think I think mentally as a corner, most of it is confidence. If you come in and you're confident in your ability, then you'll be okay. I know they're going to – because the thing is, they're going to come after me. But I'm also not as scared as I would be if this was like two as Alabama with Jerry, yep. Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae, right. and them. you know, so I think if, if there was a year for us to be lacking in DB depth, this would be the year to do it. Shit. I don't see, I don't see the perimeter being that big of an issue for any team we're about to face when it comes to talent that they have out there. It's always, it's always like maybe one guy, but not three or four that we're going to have to really worry about. Very true. true. Very, very true. Very, very true. I agree. Even though we ain't supposed uh, to agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, that shit be a lot of tricky. Yeah, because one of the things I thought about was, yeah, Alabama has been throwing the ball really well recently, but if you diagnose how or where Jalen Miro succeeds in the passing game, it's kind of like he's a deep ball thrower. Like He has a good deep ball. And usually their receivers are good enough to beat people, but he's not like you said, like a two or thrower. Whereas third and seven, he's gonna hit you a, a ten to twelve yard dig, or you know, like put an out route exactly where it needs to be. Uh, so the benefit, the benefit of that being is when they're beating people for deep balls, it usually falls on two people as opposed to just one. So uh, in a lot of these situations, if our safeties do a good enough job and support, uh, I just don't don't see a lot of instances where you see Jalen throwing for as many yards as he, as he does against other teams. Also, he throws uh, a good amount of his balls and stuff on plays that are like broken plays. He gets out of the the, the pocket, uses his his athleticism escapes a sack or something, and then by that time, one of those talented receivers, I'll be a burden or bond or somebody, like pops open. So, uh, uh, this is going to be one of them games where uh, our front seven helps out that back four or five a ton uh, by getting pressure on Jalen, by wrapping him him up and by making him move the pocket because if you allow him to stand up the pocket and give him time uh he will find some somebody eventually and that's where 
the youth at defensive back is going to start hurting us if the quarterback has, has time. So the people up front, they're going to have to do their damn job, which sucks because we don't have Makai, but, you know, we have other guys who can, who can get to the to the quarterback and impact the quarterback. We do have guys. Um, I actually, to this point uh, about the DBs, I heard Dominique Foxworth talk about um, – being a DB and being and having confidence. And he he talked about when he was at Maryland in his very first game, they put him in against, I want to say Clemson when they got uh, upset. And uh, he said that he got a lot of, you know, accolades and, you know, kudos for his, his play. And he said, honestly, all I kept doing was dropping back as far as I could. And I was fast. <laughs> And they kept trying to throw deep balls, which was right up my alley. And so, but he, he made that point to say that I didn't really know what I was doing, but because what I was doing was working, it gave me the confidence to keep working on my game and be like, you know mm. what? I can play on this level. And yep. so it had me thinking about, you know, this game. I was like, damn, we're kind of short. We're going to play a lot of freshmen probably. But what Milro does best might fall into their lap because – all they got to do is focus on, you know, one or two keys and they might <clears throat> be successful. I mean, these dudes were highly ranked when they came in. Not like these are screws. Well, yeah, terrible screw. They're just yeah. young as hell. Uh-huh. So yep. um, that's it, a great, that's a great point. You know, it could work in their favor. Um, no, that's a great point. And, I, and I'm, I'm not comparing any of these guys to Patrick Peterson. But if you think about when Patrick Peterson's breakout game, when he was like a freshman, I think it was, it was home against Alabama. Um, you know, like, like, yeah, like I said, I'm not comparing these guys to 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 Patrick Peterson, but his breakout game, nobody really expected him to really give us those snaps, and I guess he was just kind of out there just being an athlete, you know. So, athlete. Hopefully, these, ho- hopefully these guys ain't thinking too much, you know. Yeah, I mean, just go out there and play. <clears throat> Which kind of leads me to my next point, Brian. You kind of already touched on it. Was how key is this front seven going to be? I mean, we always hear, you know, sometimes a, a front seven can make a DB look good. And sometimes the DBs can make the front seven look good. Like what, who are you expecting to make plays? Who has to be a factor? We you know we always talk about those linebackers. Yeah. Like yeah. What, what are we looking like? So be alluded to it. You know, the, the front helps the back. And we already said Makai's out. So you know that falls on a lot of ticket, you know. But I see we've all pretty much said it to to a certain degree. His play has improved every week. I mean, you think with a bye week, you probably get a little bit healthier, you know. Get uh, you know, get some of those things out of your system that were probably bothering you um, during Nick, you know, getting nicked and bruised up. But I think this week we gotta let the dogs go, man. We gotta let Deshaun Womack. Quincy Wiggins, you know, Savion, guys like that, you got to let them go because what Alabama has struggled with is quick speed rushers off the edge. Like their offensive line is heavy, big, road grader types, and they got a true freshman and left tackle. So the reason they felt – if you watch Alabama play this year, they fell behind in their three previous games to teams early. Like, they fall behind, and then in the second half, they flip a switch, and, and then they, they just chop them down. But most of the time, they fall behind because that pass rush is getting the middle room. 
Like they've given up a ton of sacks this year. So I think mm. if we can consistently get to Milrow, we, we cooking with some. So that's why I say this is Brian Kelly might have been holding out Womack just for this game, just for that purpose. You don't want to put film out on how to stop the kid. So hey, hey, P. Jenkins. I know you just came in. I know you want to unleash the beast, but just let him sit back for a second. We got a big game coming up. And I think that's going to be the game plan coming into this week. You'll see a lot more twists and stunts, trying to get one-on-ones, Jordan Jefferson. You know, mm-hmm. get those guys going upfield with a with a rush that's going to try to get Milrow down early and often. Hey, so is this a game where – you see kind of Harold looking at multiple looks or is he still kind of staying in that nickel kind of hybrid role? Like, what do you think the the plan is with him? I I don't know. I think you can go a couple ways with because you could have him spy Miro since Miro is such an athletic quarterback. Mm. But you see how uh, ineffective that was against Florida State. And so you want him crashing the box like he did against Ole Miss. And if you think that Omar Space is healthy enough to cover him on the back end when he crashes the box like that, that may be a go-to. I mean, you'll probably want to flip sides of where, where he's crashing the box from, but he's still going to be like a nickel linebacker, kind of spread, split out wide at times, and then he could come in and just cause havoc off the end. So – that's what I would expect to see. But then again, you kind of never know. They might put a wrinkle in. They may have worked it where he can be the spy and line up just over the middle. And wherever Jalen goes, that's where he's going. But we'll see. I mean, I think either way could be effective. But I really would like to see him crash the box with Omar Space kind of coming over the top. What is uh, what's Alabama's rushing attack looking like this year? That's one thing I don't hear Good. a whole lot about. Mm-hmm. Good. Jace McClellan and uh, Jace. What, and, and and your boy Roy Dale Williams. Oh, they can run it. <laughs> they're two of your right uh, Roy Dale, yeah, Roy Dale and Jace. Yeah, yeah, they got they they're two. Of, they're not really heralded. Um, like you don't like you're not. But I mean, they're very uh physical backs. Like they're not big, but they run hard. And they run physical, and they try to get every yard you know out of every carry. And if you let them, and they've had games to where they've gone like for a lot of, of the yards because they just keep pounding and keep pounding and keep pounding. So, like I said, it's not not one of them uh one one of them Najee Harris backfield. It's not one of those you know Derrick Henry where like it's like a star that you know. But don't let that fool you. Like they have a very effective game, and and those guys run hard and they're effective. I actually don't think that they – I actually don't think that they don't use Jalen enough as a threat to run it mm-hmm. to improve their running game even more. Because, like, they don't even – like like when he when he gives off a lot of the zone uh, handoffs or whatever, he doesn't really even pre- present himself as a threat to run it as often as he should. be. As, as fast and as big and as strong as he is, he should be, you know – Damn near every other play, he should be keeping the the the, the, the ball, uh, and he doesn't as much as as I think he should. So they kind of 
shoot themselves in the foot in that aspect of it uh, by kind of holding him back a little bit. Yeah, it's funny you look. The Alabama has they're like middle of the pack in the SEC as far as rushing goes, like yards per game and total yards. They like right it right above Kentucky, right below Missouri. Uh, LSU is we're at two thirteen a game, so uh, it's interesting just to see, you know, in your mind what you think LSU and Alabama is and what it is in reality. Uh, let's flip it over to the other side of the field. Uh, we know who's playing on offense. Uh, what do we think Everybody. about? <laughs> what do we think about this LSU offense versus? Uh, will we say vaunted LSU? I mean, Alabama defense or just very, very nah. good Alabama defense? They ain't vaunted. They're, they're just good. They're good. Yeah, I think the the name carries a lot of. It's like when you hear Baltimore Ravens, you just assume they're good on defense. Yep, especially when they wear the black jerseys. Yep. And so I think they're they're okay. They're decent. Um also I always thought Kool-Aid was a little bit overrated. He's playing okay, but at the end of the year they're gonna give him all American. I don't think he's that. But nah. their front seven is is solid because this is the thing. The system is and that's not it's not gonna change, it's not gonna fall off. Their run fits are always immaculate. Like you're not gonna get two guys in one gap. Alabama, like, and for people that's not like football nerds, that means like a safety coming down in the box and coming into the same gap. There was a responsibility of a linebacker, and then it causes a big run. <coughs> Major Burns or <coughs> Andre Smith, <laughs> but <Man>. I just, <laughs> just they just have like that I said, run fits. So it's just, I think we can attack them because our offensive line is so good. And we've progressed into to the point where we could pick up stunts, run blitzes. Like this offensive line is impressive. Even with Zelens, you know, filling in for uh for Emory. Yeah, I didn't see no drop off. So I think mm-hmm. I don't have any I'm not the normal years, I'd be like, damn, we got Alabama. This year I'm like, okay, Alabama defense. I'm not I'm not expect I expect us to put a thirty five. Mm-hmm. Easily thirty five. Dang, you beat me too because I was gonna say. Uh, obviously LSU is leading the SEC in scoring at forty seven points a game. Alabama's defense is third best. They're only giving up sixteen points a game, um, in the SEC. So that put that makes you wonder, like, where do we kind of fall on that? Is it forties? Is it thirties? You kind of already alluded to it. Thirty five. What you think, B? High high twenties. Low to mid thirties. Like I think we'll be able to. Uh, like I, I, I think our DBs are better than our receivers are better than what their defensive back are, and our quarterback can put the ball in spots where even great defense ain't gonna help you. You know. Uh, so yeah, I think we're gonna score. Like I, I think as long as, as long as everybody's been doing what they have been doing, is uh is Emory Jones back? He should be back, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Because as as good of a job as as Zelan's been doing, uh, his one weakness is, is is pass blocking at this stage of his uh, of his career, and I just don't want Turner from Alabama c- coming off again against him and blindside Jay Mass. 
Dallas. A couple times. <clears throat> Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, LSU's going to score. Like, I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about us going. Now, it may not look that way early on. Um, LSU might come out, you know, kind of, kind of yeah. slow at first. Yeah. You know, uh, but I think I think by the time second quarter picks up, LSU's gonna move the ball and be scoring. Look, so you can see a world where the first quarter is like ten to seven or something like that. Or yeah, we seven might not have three, seven. Something we, like we that. We might not have seven. If that crowd gets off, you know, and shit ain't going right or whatever, like I can very well see us not scoring any points in the in the opening quarter and still ending with high twenties to low to mid 30s even even 40 because this offense has shown that they can put up points pretty quickly you know uh and think about and the thing about that alabama offense is is this offense isn't as clean as they usually are and so they'll make a mistake you know it's just it's just whether or not not whether or not we'll be able to capitalize on it they'll make a mistake it's one of those games where everybody got to bring their hands on both sides because the ball yep. will be in the air. Bring your hands because if, if the game start going awry, we might have to slap box or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think there's a competitive advantage to Coach Kelly having a relationship with their offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, like kind of knowing what his um, – Oh, for sure. You know, like play calling preferences are and things for of sure. that nature. I for just think sure. that helps us a bit. No, everybody talk about the DBs being out, but Coach Kelly probably over there with Matt House. Like this nigga loves this shit right here. Watch it. Yep. <laughs> does, does it go both ways though? Does. And he coached him too, though, right? Yeah, he coached oh, yeah. him. He was his yeah, kid. he coached him too, and he yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely he definitely knows tendencies because I'm sure I'm sure in their offensive meetings when 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 Tommy was the quarterback, so he was like, I like this. This is what I'm comfortable with or whatever. And I can imagine going from quarterback to to OC, you probably bring some of those same likes, you know, yeah. over to it. And really alter- like this in an alternate world, Tommy Reese might be at LSU. He was, oh, he, was he was he was courted. He was yeah, courted. We got Dan Beasy. We got Dan Beasy. Oh yeah, I, I like my I like Big my Mike. coordinator, <clears throat> Big Mike. I like I likes I likes Mister Brock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so um, you know, it's funny. We before the season we talked about uh, Alabama. You know that might be the one loss is we were predicting SEC uh, West champions. Um, then as things kind of progress, we're like, oh shit, it's getting crazy. Uh, <laughs> then things kind of stabilize, and it's funny as the week has gone on and just me having different conversations and texts and stuff like that. A lot of people that I know that LSU fans seem oddly calm about this game. Um, and it's kind of the same vibe I think all of us have is I don't think we have super high expectations, but we don't feel fearful mm-hmm. of Bama. Yeah. Um, even with the DVs out, I think we're I think pretty much everybody's comfortable with an LSU Alabama shootout. And um mm-hmm. I know me personally, I, I like our chances if it turns to a shootout. Um because yep. to me, Milro hasn't shown the ability to go back and forth with a quarterback. Nope. But Jaden Daniels has and Daniels, so you were right. You were right. Um, if, if this is shootout, it definitely favors us. That's a good yeah. point. Like I don't, I don't ever say like I love playing Alabama in Tuscaloosa. But if this is the year, and we like Jay Wright said, if we gonna have the DBs out, 
fuck it, why not us? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's right there. So I'm not predicting a whole lot other than I think it's gonna be a competitive game. I think it's gonna be a fun game. It might end up being one of those games of the year type joints, but uh I just I just I like our chances, man. That's all I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit a Marcus Pierce LSU by 50. Uh, it ain't gonna be that, but uh, it's gonna be fun, guys. Hey, if, if we do, if, if it goes any other way, what we talk about, and we get blued out for some reason, dog, I'm gonna be like Dabo. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Dabo and be like, uh uh-uh. uh, I'll come for me, Tyler. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Can we talk about Dabo right quick while we're here? Please, because that man is delusional. He went on a five-minute rant on this kid. I'm going to say kid. He probably was in his 20s because he said he did say he went to the Army. So I'm, I'm going to do the math. Let's say he he did four years, get his uh his his mandatory years in. This this dude probably, what, 23, 24 years old? Uh, he went the hell off on him. Now, the kid's the kid, uh, this question was kind of out of line. He asked Dabo, you know, was <laughs> he getting too much money? For the, the results they was produced. I hate when people count mm-hmm. people's pockets, dog. Like, yeah. stop it. It was a, a white man question, for sure. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> that's the that's the price range for a Power 5 national championship winning coach. That's just what it costs. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. don't be mad that your job don't pay you $10 million a year. Let's find a new job then. Maybe you need to be you, good at coaching. You shot at. <laughs> it just, I don't know, but but Dabo, I think Dabo needs to be careful, man, because to his point, Clemson had never won nothing for X number of years before he showed up, and they won two in seven years when he did. But Clemson ain't Alabama or Texas or – I don't even want to say Texas. It ain't Ohio State or USC. Like, those programs are going to win no matter who the coach is. Yeah, they'll have some down years, but it's not hard – to go in there and look good for a couple years at one of those schools. Yeah. Um, Clemson, like, he's actually done the impossible. You're not supposed to win at Clemson at the rate he was winning at. So when he leaves, the next person that comes in is not going to be able to replicate (laughs) that, bro. It's it's over. South Carolina is going to be the dominant team in that state. So... I don't know. I, I think he. I, I get why he was frustrated, but at the same time, I'm like, fam, you you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> you do it too much, bro. Way too much. He, he basically called him. A, he called him a broke boy <laughs> with so many words. Way too much. That, that shows. Favor, that shows you the pressure is getting to him. You know. Yeah. He's starting to crack, and so. Could you know, imagine bro. the people said that Dabo was like. The successor to Saban in Alabama, like, yeah. there's no way he could handle the Alabama pressure. Bro. Oh, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. broke him up. He would have got there and been like, fuck this shit. We're urban. I need that heart medicine, uh, Dr. Utah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would venture to say Clemson probably out of all the big schools is probably one of the least pressure for nah, yeah. jobs. Like, least pressure. Like, I mean, hot seat. You might have the young, like you said, the young kids probably be like, oh, Clemson been good for the, the majority of the time that they've been conscious of football. But, but us, man, we know damn well Clemson ain't been rocking like that. So, nonsense, Woodrow, rolling yeah. over his grave right now. 
Which, which <laughs> was that Tommy for? Bowden that coach there? Which Bowden was it? Was it Tommy? Uh, yeah, it was Tommy. One of the Bowden. He yeah. probably got some shit Wait. in his ULM office. Was it Tommy? Yeah, Tommy it was Tommy. Yeah, it was Tommy. It was Tommy. Yeah. It was Tommy. But I don't know, man. It's it's one of those situations oh, where Dabo don't want to embrace NIL. He real uh, on his I love my Jesus. And don't get me wrong. I love me some Jesus, too. But uh, it's just the way he goes about it. it. Just it comes off a certain kind of way. Oh, yeah. He he, like, he big. Tri- he set tripping. Yeah, bro. He just I don't know. I think I think it's one of the cases where time might be passing him by, even though he's a young. He's not even an old coach, but. He got old, he old in the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What What y'all yeah, think about old. uh? Since we talking about coaches, what about uh Prime after the game? What after the game? Man, he say he need new linemen. He gonna go oh, get yeah. him. Yeah. And then, then he, he got a commitment it. from one of the top JUCO cats in offensive line. Like Prime don't play. He like you ain't. <laughs> the thing is, you ain't supposed to talk about recruits at pretty much at all. Especially directly. But when Prime say he gonna do something, he gonna go do it. And if yep. I was an offensive line on the team, I'm like, fuck, let me get my shit together. I'm gonna I respect to get that. In the transfer but, portal game. But here's my thing. Y'all got four more games, bro. Like, these kids still gotta go out there. Like, <laughs> like if he said at the end of the season, I get it. But yeah. what are you telling those kids for these last four games? Like, go ahead and hit your door? Like, the what what movie was that when the uh, offensive line got pissed off and they just let the defense? Varsity Blues. Nah, that wasn't Varsity. Nah, it was uh, was it the longest yard? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Getting knocked out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. so I was like, I could just see that happening, like on the first play of the the next. Game, like, <laughs> oh, you want to get some new linemen? Shit, all right, bet. There you go. Swinging right, gate. Your, your son done too. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they wouldn't do that. I don't, just, I only think they they wouldn't just because of who Prime is and how he coaches his team. Yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. I think he I think he truly understands his team, and I think he truly understands that he has people like he has them in such a way that they're gonna take that as like a motivating factor and not a slight. Uh, just because he just had like I just like his players will truly like and we use that often and we'll say they'll run through a wall for their coach I truly believe like they believe in him and they believe in what he's doing so much that uh like I said they'll take that as a push or like as a motivation to be better as opposed to because they feel like he's there he like he protects them and he and they've seen him protect them so when you when you see that when you see this guy has your back when he says something like 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 that, then you don't immediately go take it as a slight. You immediately you take it as he's pushing me because I know ultimately he got me. So, so I think they'll be fine. Is it safe to say the offensive line is not Louie? No, yeah. no, because yeah. like, he, he, he brought them. He brought them there. That's not yeah. that's not the old regime's offensive line. Well, he didn't know. See, he he didn't see a receipt so. He ain't know where it came from. It could that became the, from the swap meet. The certificate the of authentication. Oh, no. Oh, this from Big T. This from Big T or Harry Hines. The thing is, uh, most of them came from Akron, the same place as the uh, officer coordinator. So he knew, you know. That's why they got him. <laughs> they know because they knew the play calls and stuff. Yeah. 
If I'm prime, I'm like, I'm looking at those questions. Like, bro, I thought you said these niggas could block, bro. Mm-hmm. Not Louis. Man, this I is Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for Shador. Nah, I, I actually, well, I was, I was thinking about. It, I was like, damn, if Travis hadn't made all them plays in the first half, Shador could actually be on this bench by now because they would have been getting blown blown out by then. But mm-hmm. you kind of had to keep him in because the game was somewhat still in, you know, a game. So, but I was like, bro, yeah. my boy back here getting. Beats up, and as much as like Shador is the type of player, he's he's very flashy, he's very mildly or whatever. But like he he's just that kind of per like that kind of player. But he's a good person because <clears throat> you've never seen him like blame anybody, you know. Yeah. Uh, so in all the all the all the me 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 things that he does, you know, the, like the watch and all that that kind of stuff, like like. I think that's totally separate from how he is as like a teammate, and I, I think as a teammate, he's shown that like you know, like yeah, I know I'm getting my, my ass beat. I know it's the offensive line fault, but he's had opportunities to 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 throw his offensive line under the bus, and he hasn't at any point. And that's just a a strong you know point of like his character and his and his dad's too. I uh. Second time that they've been robbed. Uh, was it two years yeah. in a row? They need new security. Doesn't sound like an inside job. Nah, I was about to say, is it, yep. is this a? Because at first he tried to blame, you know, the HBCUs and the lack of security, mm-hmm. and now it's at the Rose Bowl. I mean, some is it? They people dropping the dot got the hit out for them. I think it's an inside mm-hmm. job? What I think is it, I'm it's not inside play. job. I've never been there. It's Dion it's the Rose Bowl. It's the Rose Bowl in the hood. Or near the hood. Uh, nah, I was no, nah, it's not. It's yeah, not. Say, Brian, you went. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not in the okay. hood. It's very. It's kind of really. It's really kind of like. It's not. Out it's kind of isolated almost. It's like neighborhoods around it, and it's just kind of like, like it sits on a golf course, like the Rose Bowl, like the parking lot for the Rose Bowl on one side of the Rose Bowl is like a golf course, and you park like on the golf course. Hmm. So, hmm. no, nah, it's not. It ain't. It's inside job, and hmm. I know who who it is. It, it, it's Dion Junior. He's glorified <laughs> cameraman. His his brother's getting all the pretty. His glorified cameraman dog. It's him. Well, well off He's media. Doing. You see some <laughs> shit on eBay with well off media signing out. <laughs> No, it's him. First forty eight, we solved the case, man. Y'all can send us our check. Shit. <laughs> you see, the, you see the picture, you can see a shadow of a dangly earring. Y'all, <laughs> 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 the person about, with that shit is Lawrence Taylor. Gotta be. No, Lawrence Taylor ain't do it. That's like when OJ saw uh, stole back his own memorabilia, bro. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's still bad about that shit too. He came in a room with his friends. Okay, <laughs> still bring that shit. shit up any chance he get. It's not stealing. It's mine. Nigga, <laughs> they bought that shit. So, <laughs> straight up, you had to sell it. Nope. <laughs> straight up, y'all boys ready to play oh, this name game? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Give us Alabama best. Yeah, I got some names on that one. Do you know your name? 
bussin' What's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? What's your name? No, what was your name? If one of y'all says some silly-ass name, this whole class is gonna feel my wrath. All right, guys. Alabama's finest. Uh, we already Jericho. played... We played the name game with uh, Auburn already. That's one side of Alabama. Now we're going to the other <laughs> side. A couple honorable mentions. This name is not going to sound like a name game participant, but once I spell it, you're going to get it. Uh, it's Curtis Perry, but Curtis is spelled K-H-U-R-T-I-S-S. Curtis. Wow. Curtis. 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 From, from, from Pike Road, Alabama. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have uh, one that I, I'm going to call our gentrified name of the week. That's going to be Walter Sansing. I have never met a white Walter, dog. This is... Fuck, I know this kid. Walter. Walter Sansing. He's from Homewood, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he, Arizona got out of that. Uh, he got a pastor. He got a pastor's name. Yeah. Also, we have a Justin, another Justin Jefferson. Uh, he's a transfer from Pearl River Community College. He's out by way mm-hmm. of Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And uh, Des Ricks, I think we all know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, forgot about, about him. Yeah, so that's all honorable mentions. Now let's get to the the meat and potatoes of this thing, because boy, they did not disappoint. Uh, defensive lineman from Reform, Alabama, Ja Marion Latham. That's J A H. So you know Ja, and then we got Dash. Marion, M A R I E N, Ja Marion Latham. Okay. Uh, okay. We also have Monkel Goodwin, Goodwine. Uh, that's Monk with the E L L on the end. Goodwine. Monko. From Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Merlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have, uh, ooh, the Whites had a couple names too. Olas, Alinen is. O L A U S. I don't know if that's. Oh, he's from Finland. That's why. Okay, I can't pronounce that. He went to school in Connecticut, though. Uh, okay. Also in the white bracket, we got Wilkin Formby. I thought that was just very interesting from Tuscaloosa. Uh, then we got Anquine Barnes Jr. So there's two of these boys. He went to Robert E. Lee from Montgomery, Alabama. We got Rock Montgomery, R O Q. Well, how how was Rock the TV show? ROC? ROC? Yeah. When he choked up Clifton Powell for selling drugs in his neighborhood, <laughs> slammed against the wall. I was like, this nigga reliving a real memory. Uh, we got two more in the white division. Uh, this one's just because the name, last name, Bennett Wizen Hunt. I think we know who he belongs hey, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we got Neelan Hibbett. So it's K N E E, like knee. And then land, Hibbit. I I heard Neyland. I thought about uh, Tennessee at first. We uh, were... Then we got another in the black and brown division. We got Yonze Pierre. Y-H-O-N-Z-A-E from Eufaula, Alabama. Then we got Quandarius Robinson. Yeah. Uh, I know him. He's he's from Might be my Birmingham. He's a senior. So he's been around for a minute. And who am I missing? Oh, last but not least, Tresman Marshall. T-R-E-Z-M-E-N Marshall from Homerville, Georgia. So mm. Tresman. How you spell, how you spell Anquan? 
Anquin. Oh, it might be Ann Quinn. It might be Ann Quinn. Ann Quinn. Yeah, we used to have one one of them at our church. He had like a lazy eye and a long face. Ann Quinn. So I think the top names are John Marion, Monkel, uh, (laughs) Yonze, Yonze party on the Yonze. I forgot about Zari and Courtney. And then, uh, Ooh, Tresman, that's a name, bro. They must call him Trez. They can't even call Trez. him Tresman. Tresman. You, you going with Yonze? Yonze. Because yeah. I, got, I, got I got a cousin with that name. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> His last Don't name say is Pierre, too. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pierre, that's that's what I think Yonze is the winner, dog. Yonze. How you spell it? Y-H-O-N-Z-A-E. You sound like a villain from uh, Secret Squirrel in Morocco mode. Cause see, I, yeah. I I thought that was gonna go with the Z A Y, but they threw the E in there to kind of throw you off a little bit. Throwing throwing me off. It's horrible. Pierre. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Like yep. Carmen San Diego and Yonsei Pierre have stolen the Eiffel Tower. Yonsei all on his mouth like liquor. You really, you really trying to make that land, dog. I'm trying. I, I'm. I, it's in my head now. It's in my head now. Uh, like, okay. Uh, any final thoughts on this this game? Anybody want to step out on on faith for the prediction out there? <laughs> you wrong for that, dog. Oh, no. <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like angels in the outfield somewhere. I think we pulled it off two years in a row. It could happen. Oh, when's the last time we won two in a row? 2010 and 11? 2010 and 11? Yeah, yeah. This nigga yeah. know this shit. This nigga. I was there. No, 11 was not the six, right? Yeah. Yep. And 10 was the. Oh, shit. Jordan I was at 10. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, there. I was for at that. 10 and 11. Yeah. Never been to Tuscaloosa. 11, yeah. I'm, well, I've driven through Tusc- Tuscaloosa, but never been to Tuscaloosa. I think I've been to Tuscaloosa like three times. Four, they got, three, they four got that uh, they got that big ass Mercedes uh plant out there. Plant, mm-hmm. good for them. I bet everybody daddy worked there. Everybody, man. If I could just get on at the at the plant, I could just get on at the plant. <laughs> Bob, <all> my <laughs> You know how many times that's happened at the dinner table? Yep. And look, now yep. what you need to do is get on at the plant. Get down at the, the plant. Table. Just put your name in. I'm going to talk to Jerry, and we're going to get you hired. Start your career. But, Dad, I don't want to live in Tuscaloosa my whole life. A GM plant? I bet you bullshit. Talking about making music for a minute. Nobody buying that shit. So go down to the plant on Monday. I'll get you on at the plant. You heard Michael Irvin and his son. If he can't make it, how you going to make it from Tuscaloosa? Matter of fact, tell his son to come down to the plant. Good job at the plant. Your Uncle Charles been talking about getting you on at the plant. <laughs> Uncle Cephas. <laughs> Cephas. <laughs> Dude, your Uncle Cephas been talking Cephas. about getting you on at the plant. Cephas hey, C- in the name game Hall of Fame, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I wore the cornbread. He bring it out for lunch. Lord, Put lunch at the plant. At the plant. <laughs> <laughs> and he unrolled it with the good napkins. Yeah. <laughs> 
pat it, put the put a little water on that napkin, <laughs> then put it back in the microwave. Heat it up, yeah. That sounds smell good. See, what's what you got today? Put you all on my plate. You know I got that hot water going. Why y'all on my plate? Good got, some, got some good collars, hot water, cornbread. Eating with some beef stew, <laughs> <laughs> with a thermos. <laughs> you gotta do that thermos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you know, Stephen's crease his pants still. <laughs> like we ain't got no more distilled water. <laughs> Yeah, the temperature drop. You got to get that thermos with the beef stew. You right. Right. Man. As long as that temperature drop a look. Oh, shit. Straight up. Oh, shit. Let's get on up out of here before uh, somebody great granddaddy come and yeah. get us from the from the grave. Uh, that Red thermos, white cow. Red thermos, white cow. That concludes episode 104. Can't call it with your boy J. Kill. Your boy J. Wright. And we out. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that. Shit. I call Chip off the rip. What's happening? Flop that. Shit. Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that. Shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick. And go and drop that. Man, to the bubble. <laughs>
What they going to the, the bottom of the eighth or the top of the ninth? That's the top of the ninth. Bring little Leclerc oh, ass in. Oh He'd be so hit or miss. He's so little. I know. He either be really good or really bad. He either gonna get you through the game or he gonna get pulled out after hit after he he didn't walk two or three. Mm-hmm. Niggas is stealing oxtails. God, stealing oxtails. Yeah, somebody just posted on Facebook. Boys got caught boosting oxtails from multiple grocery stores today. I ain't gonna lie, I feel them, boys. I was gonna cook my parents some oxtails because my mom cooked some Sunday and it was trash. I needed to show her how it's done. A pack with four oxtails was $18. I said, fuck that. 